0: One of the things I think is really neat about your culture and what you get to do is that you get to express yourself in a way that is you, but it makes other people think about who they are. And I don't know if there's a lot of, maybe a painter can do that, but if you Hmm. start looking at different professions around the world, like when I look, when I watch a baseball game, it doesn't make me think like, man, I wonder what I would do if I was, you know, in his position. Or it makes me think sometimes like, man, I wish I'd have been a baseball player. That's right. natural, right? But music is so unlike anything else to where when you listen to a good lyric, like this new album is full of, and a lot of your work body of work is, you. you know this, it may, it puts you in a place of mindset and deep thought it makes you really consider who you are how you're living how you treat people are you making the right decisions in life where you've been where you're going where you might be does does that make sense to you like what you're experiencing? yeah because you're a music fan also and that's what
1: that's what music does to me you know what i'm saying like the the stuff that i choose to listen to puts me in that headspace because that's not my intention you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't intend to make anyone else think anything. I'm just trying to write from a perspective. Honestly, you know, and, and it, I've had a lot of conversations about these kind of things because, like, you know, do you write for yourself or do you write for other people? Well, I write for myself from a perspective of it, it's. It, I'm trying to get things off my chest. I'm trying to plant seeds of goodwill. I'm trying to just put some kind of positive affirmation in my life on a daily basis it's like writing positive things on a post-it note like if i've got to sing bad days better every day sooner or later that's going to sink in right so you know it's really like the the things that are, are are intended for thought are intended for my thought and so you know But I'm glad to hear that because that's how I absorb music. I would rather hear something that makes me think. And not to say that I would rather, because sometimes you just can't find those things. But you really gravitate to things that sort of put you in a different headspace like that. And so I'm, I mean, mission accomplished. But I say mission accomplished, but it's not my intention. So you're
0: saying the mindset when you sit down to write a song, Adam, isn't to make myself, Chad Belding, or anybody else that listens to your music feel what you're trying to put on the paper you're doing it as a, almost a self-absorbed way if you're like almost a, a selfish way
1: it's not trying to make you feel that way it's try it's it's hoping that you do feel that way it's being vulnerable enough to say this is how i really feel about this stuff you know what i'm saying and you know here is me opening up thinking about these things i was thinking about this the other day i decided to write a song about it here's here's the result I hope you feel this way. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't. It's not my job to tell you how to think, but it's my but it's my job to hope to put out things that I hope you can relate to. Does that make
2: sense?
0: Yeah. So let me ask you this on a on a deeper level. Then, when you sit down to write harder stuff, mm-hmm. which is about addiction and sobriety, right? Um the 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 word is it's a play on words because the hard stuff is liquor, correct? Which is awesome, but the harder stuff and correct me if i'm wrong but it's how to act in public sober it's how to take on a relationship sober it's how to be a father sober it's it's looking yourself
1: in the mirror that's the harder stuff this this it's it's being the, the harder stuff for me is to be able to accept my life and my shortcomings and my my you know everything that's wrong with me through sober eyes That's the, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, you know, the idea for the harder stuff. So Davis Nix came to me with that song and had he not come to me with those lyrics, I wouldn't have written that song. You know, I had the idea and I said, you know, I told Davis, I was, you know, I said, I want to write this song. I have this idea for harder stuff and it being like that. And we kind of talked through it and I said, but I don't know how to spin it like that. I don't know how to make it sound like that. And so we said this when we were on the road and, and we talked about it. And then he walked into my hotel room and sat down and he sang me that chorus. And I mean, the chorus that he sang me was the chorus that's on the song. And so, you, am I going to deny writing that song? You know, I mean, so it was kind of, it became, for lack of a better term, it kind of became my cross to bear. You know, it was not my intention to speak about sobriety.
0: Because that's you know again because the same thing. Is that too much of being on a soapbox for you? It is absolutely. Who am I to say? You were a partier. You partied. Of course. And now all of a sudden, you're telling people that you're not really telling us not to drink or to to use. By no means. By no means. But you're 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 you you. I understand it that you naturally felt like, hey, who am I to try to send this message out? Because what if I want to have a beer one of these days? Right.
1: But at the same time, you know i i'm i don't miss the hangovers you know what i mean it's not so much the drinking as much as it is like it is so nice to not wake up with a hangover it's so is nice it, is
0: it is nice to miss the party have i can you, still go to the party have you felt different though being the party mm-hmm. being at the party and not missing them and but not really being there because can you be a partier can you open up and get on that level yeah. with being so can you have you figured out how I to can, do that? yeah
1: and the, my I, my trick is just to sort of when when i've had enough i've had enough you know so i may not stay up till two but i'll be there till 12 you know and but when you know when when i've had enough i've had enough why
0: do you think our heroes when i say our heroes i'm talking what we have in common with country music heroes i consider probably a lot of, i mean you have your favorites that i may have never hear, heard of and vice right. versa but for the most part, we both love Waylon. Right. We both love Johnny and George. We both love Don Williams and Hank Jr. Hmm. Yeah. Why do you think they didn't go that route? Do you think that it was a weakness that they could party and not cut it off at a certain point in their career? Or, and where I'm going with that is that, do you ever feel like, well, shit, man, like I'm supposed to be that person. Mm, I'm supposed to be that guy.
1: I don't think I'll wear it as well. To be honest with you, I think that I think that me in that uh, light is not is is not as genuine. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm more myself like that.
2: Like, you know, I mean, Hank,
1: not to say that that I don't know. I don't know Hank well enough to speak to to his personality sober. But like, you know, he 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 owned the persona. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? And so I think a lot of those guys, maybe they're, you know, that they don't they they never gave that up because of the fact that there was never any need to and you know with with some things you know i mean your your body tells you to i mean i read i read isbel say one time that he can't take anything stronger than a tylenol and so i mean that's that's your body telling you that you've got to be sober and i I never got to that point but i would imagine it would it was because his body became sick it just but yeah just the the beat it up so the toxins made him sick yeah yeah, I just think, you know, I think it got to a point where it was, it was a health concern from, and that's, again, I've never, we'd never talked about that, but, but I, the, what I've read was it was, you know, he sobered up for the sake of his health.
0: So yeah. when you take those lyrics and that experience of taking a Davis Nix chorus in, in a hook and mm-hmm. turn it into what is now on the album, the, the harder stuff. Right. And then you make a comment about, well, what if I want to have another beer someday? Yeah. Do you battle demons? Do you fight yourself back and forth not to do it?
1: i don't know i again i haven't gotten to the point to where like well yeah i guess i do i mean i there there are times where it's like man it's been a rough day my first thought i would have a drink right now but then my second thought is like nah, you wouldn't because it wouldn't solve the problem you know what i mean like and that's the thing like you know the 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 drinking never solved the problem. It was, it was an escape from things that I really didn't need to escape from. I needed to be present in a lot of things that I was trying to get out of. And so, so that's the beauty in it now. Like I remember names, I remember shows. I remember like, cause Justin Johnson and I, Justin plays, is playing bass in my band. Okay, Justin is the guy that I wrote Play Something We Know With. He's the guy that recorded my first EP and, and, and he and I were, we were wild. You know, I mean, we were wild as Indians, and we were talking about it the other day, and he was talking about went to somebody's house, and somebody had an aquarium or something like that, and I was like, I don't remember any of that stuff. He's like, you don't remember that? I said, no. And so there's years of my life that, you know, after probably 10 o'clock, I have no recollection of. So those are the kind of things that that I'm glad to be present in so that I can remember things. I can remember, you know, I want to remember the Opry. I want to remember this record I want to remember the words I want to remember the the times when when you know we played these shows and good things happen and I met great people and stuff like that so you know that's because of that I don't miss I don't miss
0: uh drinking so when you when you transcend that that a, <clears throat> that actual experience of writing a record and putting one out which we're getting into mm-hmm. it, your album release this Friday yeah um is it easier for you with a clear head and a clear mind? Have you found that that almost like going to school would be a lot easier sober to remember everything and to internalize it, and, 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 and whether it's critiquing it or, or trying to figure out a solution to a problem? Is songwriting became easier for you or is songwriting something that is so complex that you need those different levels? Like our mutual friend and your best friend, Brent Cobb, talks about writing lyrics when you're high, writing lyrics when you're depressed, when you're happy, when you're dark, when you're, you know, all the different phases that a songwriter goes through to get to that song. Do you still experience those different phases without ever being high? It's not the...
1: It, it, it's not so much the the actual process. It's not the lyrics. The The thing that's changed with me is like the challenge is fun now. The things that used to be a pain in the ass are fun now. You know what I mean? Like, like being able to, well, I call it songwriting things, like being able to sort of muscle – a word into rhyming and this is not a very musical word but it is this this idea sucks but we make a great song out of it like that stuff the stuff that used to be real trivial to me and the stuff that i used to be too good for or the stuff that i used to kind of escape into with booze or whatever um i i present with that stuff now uh, there's that the, the the biggest thing is it not so much as the writing it's just everything else in my life like you know i mean I realize what a pessimist I am. I realize that 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 I can I can go down. I can change my way of thinking now to where I can sort of you know accept the challenges that are in front of me because we got a lot more challenges with this record i mean we've decided to take this thing on ourselves you know because we we put this record out we had a a 2021 to where everyone and their mama said no and 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 we said well all right well then fine i'll do it myself and by doing it myself meaning me and my wife and ben and and davis and, and and that's it that's it and, all right, that's fine. If, if you don't want to put this on Spotify, we'll figure it out. If you don't want to put this on so-and-so, we'll figure it out. And so, you know, by hearing no, 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 so much, like had I not been in a, in a more sober headspace, I'd have quit.
0: Why wouldn't they put it on Spotify? I don't know. I, I think I think
1: it's I not necessarily Spotify. Can there, it can, it. but, I mean, it's. I think a lot of it's, you know, It. I don't mean to pick on Spotify, but there's, you know, we – we had a hard time just getting anybody to kind of get behind the record for a little while, you know? And, and I think it was because, because of COVID and because of the fact that, you know, everybody was there's, that was no time to take a risk. There's still kind of no time to take a risk, you know? And, but people are, are out of their, they're, we're almost back into the workforce now. I think we're almost a hundred percent, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I'd rather do this this way. I think. I think it's a lot more work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work that I don't think anybody realizes. Right. You know, I think the average bear that 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 messages me and says, "What's what kind of advice do you have?" I I give them the the light version of it you know what i mean because so,
0: so how is this different than somebody like our another mutual friend cody cannon does it do they do all this on their own they have a management team they've they got ha- t-
1: teams of people they got yeah. teams of
0: people yeah. so you're doing everything from the management to the lay you're taking on the entire project
1: but we still have a team but we've got you know a, a pretty small team as opposed to you know their team
0: so what which can you, is fine what what are your expectations or what are your desires at the beginning stages of this album being released are we going to be able to are you trying to take it mainstream no i don't i mean it's i i just i try to
1: keep my expectations real i just want as many people to hear this record as, as can hear it you know and 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 i just understand that i understand that there are things that are just beyond my control you know that I can only make as many people as can hear this record, hear this record. I can only play this song for as many people as I play this song for. And it, it touches the ears that it touches. And, and that's about the best I can do, you know? And I mean, I, I know that sounds like a pessimist perspective of it, but at the same time, you know, I mean,
0: it's realistic. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think so. I mean, and I also understand that there are powers bigger than me that are, that are controlling these things, you know, that I can't, I can't manipulate the numbers you know what i'm saying
0: without using the word manipulate can't with your network of people in the in the in i know that if i have a friend that's in the major leagues of baseball right? Mm. i can't i can't really go to him and say hey get me on the team right get me an at bat in the <laughs> game right yeah can't right do that but can't you go to I mean, Miranda's on your record.
1: I think that's a great point. Can't and, and, you go yeah. to Miranda
0: and say, hey, talk to your label and that or bring it. me on tour? I want to open for you. Get me in front of bigger audiences. It's, I know that she's the major leagues. Right. She's one of the best to ever do it, especially as a female, let alone anybody. But we got to be
1: ready, though. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, I can't go in by myself, me and my little guitar strapped around my back and, and say, let me open for you. You know, I mean, we need to, you know, it, it, it all is kind of a package.
2: But at the same time,
1: yeah, I guess we could. You know, and there's nothing saying that we can't. And it's just a matter of, you know, going in saying, hey, can we do this and, and letting those doors open?
0: But doesn't she have a qualified and authentic and what's the word I'm looking for? Loyal audience that if she just went on and said, my friend Adam Hood just put out a genius record. Yeah. I need you all to buy it. Don't you think that at least 5% of her listening audience would be like. If Miranda says it, it must be legit.
1: Which is why she sang on the, the on harder stuff, and which is why because she sang on harder stuff, and because like it was easy for us to get her to to uh, let us feature her on it, um, which that could have been a real pain in the neck. I mean, you know, she could have said yes, and and Sony could have said no, you know. I mean, but no one did, and and they made the the you know for lack of a better word paperwork pretty minimal, as opposed to I mean, you know. S- that could that could be a hard process sometimes. And it wasn't a very hard process for us for to get her to do it. It wasn't a hard process for her to put her name on it. It wasn't a hard process for her to put her stamp on it. And and the numbers shot up because of it. I mean, they shot up.
0: With her being, she's party. She owns a bar and restaurant and container yeah. right here. It serves a good margarita. She's a drinker. What's the conversation like with somebody that is not sober around the lyric when they come and get that intimate with it.
1: I mean, she, we had a conversation about it and she even, you know, she sent me a a message of a, a mutual friend of ours that, you know, kind of is dealing with these things, you know, and she said, Hey, look what so-and-so sent me, you know? And, and she said, just so you know, you know, these songs are touching people's lives.
0: Yeah. That's, 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 that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at is that, yeah. that these songs are amazing. Yeah. And you made the comment three minutes ago that you can only control what you can control and right. get the, the, so many people to listen to it. Yeah, and that's a kind of a pessimistic way to look at it, but it's also realistically agreed upon. But it just seems to me that uh, a, a good song is a good song, and right. that somebody would get behind. You would do the same for her. I think you, the song will
1: speak for itself, and it'll it'll do the work. You know, I mean, that's it's that's climbing the, thing. the charts in Texas, totally. I mean it's this has been the best the best showing on americana that i've ever
0: had how does your audience take on to the new songs when you're in texas they, they love them they, they i love mean them. Th-
1: this the weird thing is like like i see people singing the words to harder stuff i didn't expect that to happen you know what i mean like i go to bars i mean i go to bars you can still smoke in and people are still singing the words to harder stuff so at least that's that that the point's getting made you know what i'm saying? Like. People are okay singing that song in a bar and they're them and I'm me and there's no judgment between the two of us and they still love my song and I still love the fact that they love my song. You know what I'm saying? What so saying? you know, that's and to me that's cool. To me that, that 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 means that that we understand where you're coming from, Adam, and that means that I can say what I want to and you know that I'm not pointing a finger at you and they're not pointing a finger at me either way. You know what I mean? Just what, the about music. Your, what
0: about your colleagues um, in the music industry? Do you get flooded with DMs and text messages when a new project comes out on initial and honest feedback? Or do you have to go and search for that and ask for it? I guess in layman's terms, does somebody like, not I can't pick Brent or Charlie or anybody that's yeah. that intimate to the and that close to the project. But does somebody like Edie like right away text you and go, and tell you his opinion
1: i got a i got a text message from Hayes carl yesterday that said hey man i heard this on on outlaw i love it this is cool and that's great that's, and what song was it It was it was uh, flesh and blood flesh and blood yeah and so that was really that was really cool I, I, i've gone you know it, my wife and i've talked about this a lot and brent and i've talked about this a lot like you, we get in this mindset to where it's like oh i don't want to ask but it's okay to ask. And, and we're all in the same boat. At the end of the day, like, you know, even, even as high as Luke Combs is, when the record comes out, I'll send him a text and say, hey, man, here's, here's the record. I hope you like it. And if he responds, and he usually does, but if he doesn't, I get, I get it, you know. It's, but at the same time, like, I don't not do it anymore because I think it's going to bother somebody. It just you know, it's just try not to bother people. But but this is you know, my records coming out, and when the shoes on the other foot, maybe not Combs, but like I've got a lot of guys that well, like the muscadine stuff. I mean, like those guys when when their singles come out, if I write them, we, we try to coordinate, yeah. you know, whether they like it or not. I'm, <laughs> I, I participated in this song. Yeah, I'm gonna tell them I did.
0: But is it better to get that organically to where you don't reach out for feedback or or? Compliments, I guess, because of course, when somebody reaches out, you're you're hoping that they go, "I really do like it." Yeah. But, and then, but if you do reach out, they are almost put in a position to say that. Whereas, like when H- Hayes reaches out to you organically, yeah. which he's a genius songwriter, totally, right? he's yeah. amazing, totally. And to get that validation from him when he wasn't asked for his Correct. opinion, that would almost be better. You would want that. Yeah, you'd want
1: that. And, and and that's that's the thing. Like, I would much rather it be that way. I'm not opposed to asking, but I would much rather not have to. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
0: hundred percent, totally. So, what is the overall consensus of your colleagues on this album? Then I, you said Hayes, but I'm sure you've heard from a lot of them. Have you ever gotten negative feedback from a colleague of like? Mm, I don't
1: know that a lot of my colleagues have heard
0: this. What record. about you in your career? Has anybody ever went like, man? I don't know if that one's really touched No, I one. mean,
1: I think that that there are guys that that there. Are, I'm sorry, not guys. There are records that certain guys like more than other ones. You know, I mean, and and that's but that's the cool thing in what I do. Like, you know, I I cover. I feel like I cover a lot of ground. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't expect I don't expect bluesier guys to like the country or stuff, and vice versa. You know what I mean? But but I try to cover enough. Of that musical ground to where there's something for everybody and so i've got buddies that like the shape of things record better i've got buddies that like you know somewhere in between better you know what i mean so so it, it just it depends i mean i've never had negative feedback not never i wanted to say never but you know surely you somebody's you
0: know? yeah Come sure on. what would somebody say negative i don't know you can't think of anything i can't like think that. of anything yeah you're when right when you get into a song about <laughs> the business funny. with jesus and business is good yeah. And I, I, just want your opinion. You're a Southern man, you're, yeah. you're a God fearing individual. Is it okay to create revenue streams off of the Bible? And is it looked upon different in music again? Because now I'm going back to the music platform of hundreds and thousands of God, Brent call right. put out a genius gospel album, Right. Jamie Johnson sings gospel in every one of his sets. A lot of Southern acts do. Right. You don't go to a lot of rock and roll shows unless it was Striper back in the day and <laughs> some good Christian yeah, rock. Right. I just brought some memories up in that yellow <laughs> yeah. and black attack, right? Yeah. So it's you funny. don't go to a lot of rock shows and hear that. Yeah. You might hear Ted Nugent say something about the Lord during his, when he's throwing an arrow or something, but yeah. What is what is the mindset of the revenue and creating songs or business around? Because the word business is in the song. Totally. Does it go through your mind at all being a God-fearing man? Is that something that's okay and accepted? And is it something that's, or is it something that is expected being where you're from and what you're supposed to sing about?
1: Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, it's, I think all that is really the intention. You know what I mean? I mean, if, you know, if, if there's, if there's a pastor out there that goes, you know what, I'm fixing to make a killing on these people, that's, that's wrong. But if there's somebody that goes, you know what, this is how I was raised. This is what I believe. The money's secondary. I ain't putting out business with Jesus because I'm making a lot of money on it. I'm putting out business with Jesus because I thought it was a clever idea. You know what I'm saying? And, give and me so, the
0: idea, give me the reason behind that so, and how it and how it took place. So
1: I was listening. Uh, Ry Hooter has an album called I think it's called like Chicken Skin Boogie or something like that, and they do that song Jesus
2: on the Main Line.
1: And so I I I was I've always been into that record, but there was a time when when like like a week. I really absorbed myself into it and so i liked i liked kind of the the play on words that, that they used in that song and i thought well I mean, all right where's my place in that so i kind of borrowed from that Cooter song and came up with living with the devil's been hard as hell now i'm doing business with jesus and so i took that i took those lines and i took them to pat mclaughlin and i said i got this idea and he said sounds great and we wrote the rest of it you know what i mean so that was really that was really the So does that line,
0: that original line of living with the devil and, and now you're doing business with Jesus come off of the same thing and that the harder stuff came off of and that time in your life?
1: Kind of, yes, but not the same. Like it wasn't, it, 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 it's not my testimony. You but know do what you I'm saying? That,
0: do, do you think that using words like living with the devil is a little drastic? Not, maybe not dramatic, but drastic almost mm. because or was it close it's to that
1: pretty dark yeah,
0: it's th- <laughs> yeah. was your, that was yeah. part of your life get that dark to where you actually are telling the truth i there? think
1: it's i think sometimes you can you be you can be as dark or as light as you want to be you know i think you can do that right here you, and, and it doesn't you can be you can be sitting in in, in the, the best place in your life and still be in the darkest place in your head or vice versa. You know, you could be sitting in the darkest place in your life with the most joy in your heart. You know what I mean? When
0: like, you talk about darkness in the seat that you sit in right now, and if you want to tell me to go to Dai Chi Double Hoggy <laughs> Sticks for asking this, I, no. I don't blame you. But you mentioned Luke Combs a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Comes on, develops a Facebook audience, has talent, can write a song. Now he's going on this world tour. Brent's on it. Um, big world tour. Like, I don't remember anybody doing that since maybe Garth. Totally. Like, yeah, Garth you're absolutely right. Stuff. Um. yeah how dark do you get over the fact and I'm going to say it again mm-hmm. of how f- fucking good you are And I, I hate cussing I don't hate cussing but I hate cussing on here because I can be better than that yeah. but how effing good you are yeah and you can't get out of that same you're not going on a world tour like him you're not selling out every arena like Morgan is doing. You're not doing what Moran is doing, but the music is as good, if not better. I understand that there's a time for everything and timing is everything and that that 16th and 17th Avenue and what's ever going on in Nashville's change. I get all of it, but internally, how hard is it? Or have you sat down and went, you know what? I got a livelihood. I have two beautiful daughters and a beautiful wife. I got a huge following in Texas to where you probably become an honorary Texan one day is it tough or does it bother you still or how do you how do you how do you navigate through those dark thoughts
1: oh yeah i mean luke's not a father of three you know i mean Uh he's he's a father of one but he's not a father of three and so you know that's and granted not to i don't mean to pick on him but yeah i mean that guy works his butt off i mean he works his butt off and he has forever and so you know in his in as much as like i do understand what you're saying and sure i mean yeah, I mean, I, why not? I'd love to be Garth Brooks. I'd love to do. I'd love to be doing that. But I also know, I know the amount of work that it takes to do it. And not that I don't want to do the work, I, but I don't want to do the work in that direction. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather, I'd rather do the work in. And like you said, my work and, and my toil and, and my labor is 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 working harder to make the song better, to make us think deeper. To change things. You know what I mean? Does that make
0: sense? It makes 100%. But on the other hand, I've often told people in my circle that the reason that, and I hope that this, I mean, I don't know how right I am on this. I know that you have cuts. Yeah. But there's so many of your guys' songs, you and Brant, that could be monsters. Mm -hmm. But I think they're intimidating to the people that are picking songs.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Because of the way you guys deliver them. Have you ever thought about stopping that and just writing and just saying, you know what, maybe they have a mindset that they can't do. Like nobody's going to pick up Shine on Rainy Day and do I that on Brett Cobb. Did.
1: I heard somebody say that and, and granted, you know, not to compare myself to Stapleton, but like I heard somebody say that, you know, when Stapleton was doing more writing than he was being an artist that he would he kind of sang himself, like he couldn't, he would sing his own demos sometimes, but he really didn't do it a lot because same thing, like nobody wants to sing a Stapleton demo. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to pick out a song out of a a pile of Chris Stapleton songs and listen to Chris Stapleton and go, I want to do that. You know what I mean? Like most of us, uh, -uh. and so, you know, I, yeah, I think you can sing yourself out of a job for sure.
0: So do you think you have in many instances? I think there
1: are times when I have, yeah, for sure. I don't think that's, that's unanimous, but at the same time though, I also think that, that, you know, like with Brent and I, we sort of, we connect musically because, because we kind of not just live regionally in the same place, but we kind of live in the same kind of musical headspace. You know, you sort of like Edie and I, we write together well because we sort of have this commonality with our music. And so, like, you know, Anderson East wouldn't have recorded a song of mine had we not written a song that suited anderson east you know miranda wouldn't have written i mean you know miranda and i wrote a bunch of songs before she recorded good old days but that suited where she was going for the for the thing so you kind of have to you kind of have to pick uh artists that are in your wheelhouse and vice versa artists always are kind of i think you know artists that don't write their own stuff are always looking for people that's i mean you know like you you listen to a lot of a lot of little big town stuff like, you know, Karen Fairchild sings a lot of stuff that, that they're Natalie Henby songs because because she and Natalie, their their nuances are really similar. They have a lot of the same voices and stuff like that. And so and so there are those things musically that that you kind of want to find as far as, you know, if you're writing for another person, you want to you want that person to be in as close proximity to what you do as they can be, because that makes it a lot more effortless, you know. Right. If that makes sense.
0: So when you start talking about, I want to, I want to transition into another song now about where you and Brent live regionally, Alabama yeah. and Georgia, which is considered the South. I, I got to ask you this because I just had a pretty good argument on driving from the West United States to South Texas. I'm curious. And I was there. You will be when I ask you the question. <laughs> I'm, I'm driving down there with a resident of Texas, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me he's Southern. And I said, Texas is not the South. <laughs> And he said, yes, it is. And I said, how so? So he goes, well, I'm 11 miles from the Louisiana border. I said, okay, it still doesn't make you southern. Because a lot of parts of western Louisiana to me aren't the south. But I know I'm going to get in trouble <laughs> no, for saying that. No, that's fine. But then I said, okay, so he did crawfish boils. And they had some, some gumbo sometimes in this town. I said, but you're not the south. That's not the south to me. And he just was livid. Yeah, I am Southern. And I'm like, okay, I respect the fact because I I claim to be the adopted son of the South. And I, too, wish I was from the South. Right. I think it's the finest place in the world. I I couldn't couldn't agree more. But I don't think Texas and you go to Texas a lot. You're in Texas a lot. Yeah. So is it the South or not?
1: I hear a lot of people that are from Texas on your side of things, too. They say we're not. uh, Here's here's my two cents. Texas is a republic. And so
0: should have been four states. So. It's its own entity. It's its own you know entity. what
1: I mean? And so because it's its own entity, it's its own personality, it's its own culture, it's its own thing. And so is it is it southern? Yes.
0: Is it part of the South? I would argue there are you know, I mean for those that you can, can't see Adam's face, he's saying it's not part of the South. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. <laughs> um, so the That's speed funny. of the South is where I'm going. Okay. Love this song. Thank you. Where does this, it's, it's such a cool storyline mm-hmm. and the transitions in it. What is the meaning of the song of, is this what you value? Is this what you grew up on? Like, are you trying to show people how, you got you have to understand a southern man you have to understand the south before you can pass judgment kind of deal i
1: think it's really from a, a the the idea and and I, I think this may have kind of we may have fallen short with the specific specificity of, that's a tough word but I, I the intention was to come from it from a musician's perspective and you know and so because of course the the night they drove old dixie down that line has become controversial and and so it was no. it's not my intention for that song my the the intention in my thought process was there was a time when when I got started doing this stuff that, that we would go in and we would play you know uh the every song off the best of the band we would play Ophelia we would play uh the weight we would play all that stuff you know makes no difference uh, all those things and, and so, like, you know, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down was a song that, that would be in most cover bands repertoire between Birmingham and Auburn and stuff like that. And, and so it's not that that song, but like, I don't think that you know those songs aren't the traditional cover songs that they used to be just because college students don't listen to that stuff as much anymore they listen to morgan and they listen to you know when when you go to when you go play a cover band bar you they want to hear things like that they want to hear comb songs they don't want to hear the band songs and and some people do but it's normally an older audience and, and so the idea was is from a perspective of an older musician playing to a younger crowd and so that's kind of where that came from and 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 then it also kind of you know it's more the redneck coming into a dance club kind of thing you know what i mean you kind of have a got to have a band here you can't come in here playing yank junior songs we don't listen to that stuff anymore and but at the same time that's kind of where we're culturally kind of where we are in a lot in a lot of places and you know i mean i don't know far be it far be it for me to to pass judgment on anything but at the same time you know there's you can't say things you used to could say
0: if you're going to play in texas you got to have a fiddle in the band there you go coming here (laughs) you know if you this might be another question that i don't know if you're prepared for this or not but i've often thought about this lately about the music that's being produced today—it's a shame mm. that you can't go into a band, a bar, and play a song like "The Weight" or or, yeah. or a song that the band did that just—you look at it and go, "Man, that's that's some freaking good music, right?" Right. right. It's got to be this new era of what's selling tickets and what these eighteen-year-old girls are demanding, mm-hmm. and. And I know that there's some good artists. I think Luke Combs has got great stuff. I think that Morgan Wallen's doing great things. I think Hardy's a great songwriter. Yeah. But is anybody building? I'm 47. Hmm. And this week alone, I've listened to libraries and catalogs of 70s and 80s bands. And even the late 80s, like AJ and like Travis Tritt and Mark Chestnut. And I just did a thing with Tracy Lawrence and his 17 number one hits. Right. They have a legacy that in 30 years, God willing... I'll still be listening to that music. Is there any legacy catalogs being built now in Adam Hood's opinion?
1: Yeah, it's that's a good that is a good question. And it's really hard to know in real time. You know, I mean you it really you have to like it almost takes a hindsight perspective to be able to see. I mean, you know, I, I do I think I think Luke's doing great things. I, I I do think and Brent and I talk about this a lot, you know, I, I think that that just the fact that because people like me and like him and like edie and the moon pies and guys like that you know because the opry is i mean that's a that's a that's a telltale right there to me the fact that the opry is embracing artists like us means that there's an acceptance of what we do which is huge that's huge like that to me is is the that's the ultimate pat on the back when the Grand old Opry says, you are welcome to come and stand in this circle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it's for my, it's, it's for, th- this is us standing our ground. You know what I mean? And and not really like, not having a rebel's attitude about it, but having a, you know, I can't do this your way. I have to do it my way. This this is my only option. I'm going to do it this way because I have no option. And then eventually after all this toil and labor, the Opry goes, Okay. You can, you can stand in the circle.
0: So that, how in did you get the message?
1: Um, <laughs> I'll give you the, I'll give you the, the, uh, the, the, the PG version. So I woke up one morning and, 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 uh, Ben said, don't check your email. And, and then, and so then,
0: uh, you I woke said, up I, to a text from Ben.
1: I woke up to a text from Ben and said, don't check your email. And so then I went to Zach's, uh, my, my publicist, uh, office and i got the news that kind of hinted towards that and so like i i knew something was up how and then, does that happen I don't, I don't know
0: do you have to get nominated to go on i have it? no idea you don't know how to do i it. have no idea so adam hood is going to stand in the circle on october 22nd yeah. 2022 the day after my birthday right Ms. truly see <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could be there but i'm in california hunting Wow. Well, i should cancel and go to that because that's going to be amazing
1: i bet that's going to be a fun hunt
0: though. um but i do i bet you i can listen to it you can watch it. on tv watch on tv two shows got so we'll two watch, shows we'll watch it you have two shows in the same night
1: 7 30 and uh, 7 and it's either 7 30 and 9 or 7 and 9 30. do you know who's on the bill with you i want i know uh ah uh, shoot miranda uh, no she's not i already talked to her she's not gonna be in town uh uh dustin lynch i think he's i, I think he's one that's on there i can't remember everybody else i think dustin's so on there
0: how many songs do you get
1: I think you get three because Brent and I were talking about this. He said, "Brent said the first time that he played, he got three, but but then he's gotten two after that."
0: And what would you pick?
1: I'm going to do harder stuff. I'm going to do I'm going to do harder stuff, "Flesh and Blood," and the Tennessee Wheel for now. I know I'll do harder stuff and "Flesh and Blood" just because they're off the new record. But then I need
0: Tennessee Wheel. I know I love it. I it's, don't know. The song.
1: I feel like that it's probably just the like one of the more representative tunes. That's that's. I mean, it's been recorded. I mean,
2: Charlie Argo recorded I could it. I can see that
0: room just being so quiet. to hell of a fight, there. You think? Oh gosh, Are you I feel like that's more rocking. Yeah. Oh, I oh don't it's know. got that Nashville line. It's got to that it. Nashville line. It's got that whole story of Nashville. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's got the whole. It's got the whole deal of why people come here to try to get to the Opry and then going home mm, with their tail between. That's those. true. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just get off on that song like I love. That I'm sure song.
1: we'll change. I'm sure that that where the Tennessee will is the Tennessee will's genius. It's like, good. That song's so good. But I probably changed my opinion ten times. I saw Charlie's
0: before. girlfriend yesterday. Did you? I haven't seen Charlie. And the last time I saw Charlie was you weren't in town. But um, no, you were in town during NWTF. Yes, and but did. I feel like that I that, that I was here. No, I was here because you I saw here. you here. You were here. Yeah. And you and, oh, yeah, and right. Hayes Carl was up there. And yes, he, and he come up and put his arm around me, Charlie. He goes, "Is that Hayes Carl?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> How in the hell did you get in here? I've been, and he just was like in La La Land, like like the super boy fan fanboy, you know? He's freaking awesome. But so the Opry is a huge, yeah. Like Jamie just got inducted as a member. Wow. And he, you know, he did Jamie Johnson, and he yep. lost his mind over it. Yeah, very that's really special. Very special to become a member. Um, like he took it very serious. And As you should. And he's playing it a ton. Like he's been on there like eight or nine times, or set maybe six or seven times this year already. But could this be a coming out party to where, it has that ever happened to where this could ignite something that's going on?
1: I, that's the, that's the, pl- I mean, I would say that's the intention. I, I'd do it. I mean, Ben and I talked about it. I mean, let's make this a monthly thing. Let this be the first of my once a month. I'd do it. I'd, I'd, I'd go there and play anytime they'd have me. Absolutely, one hundred percent.
0: Is there a reason why you don't see certain artists invited on there? Is there? I have no idea. You have no idea
1: about the protocol. Uh. Uh-uh. I have no clue how it happened or anything. And I mean, it was it was nothing that was even in my scope. And I just woke up one day and and they were like, "You're on the Opry in October," and I thought, "You're kidding me."
0: Will Brent be there to watch you? No, nobody's going to be
1: there. Miranda's not coming. Brent's not what, coming. You're I mean, not
0: coming. Is Brent on the road?
1: Yeah, he said that the, uh, he's going to be on the road with Hayes. I think that 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 songwriters tour cool starts. Yeah, is. it's going to be cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I
0: love that.
1: And it's a really appropriate. I mean, you know, I've always really admired Hayes, and 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 I, I you know, now that you see the two of them, I think it's it's going to make a lot of sense. Yeah, they come from a really similar place. Hayes has a he has a really unique style, you know.
0: I don't know what it is, but it's something when I first met him through Brent yeah, I, I, I got to have him on the podcast a couple times and I was texting him pictures and he's like, when is that? And I'm like, oh that's uh that's 2007 in late Tahoe Nevada. <laughs> you opened for Robert Earl Keen that night and I'm standing with him uh-huh. at his merch booth, right? And he's like, Holy shit, you are a super fan. I'm like, dude, I've been listening to you for so freaking yeah. long. I mean ever since I heard Down the Road Tonight and Little Rock and those songs on that album, I was just like Good night. So he's got yeah. mad skills. Yeah. I think he's a, one of the best. I love his and it's style. A, it's
1: a fresh take on familiar sta- sounds. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, man, that's that's what keeps a style going. That's what keeps an art form going. You know, is somebody going? Okay, this is I can be a product of my influences, but still have my own say so in this kind of stuff. You know. So
0: if you have a pro, if you mention product of your influences, let's and let's just. One quick question about our boy BC. Yeah. He's genius. Mm-hmm. Okay. We throw that I throw that term around a little bit, but I try not to call people I really don't think aren't
1: I he's, think that's fair. He,
0: his songwriting is yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. When is his break gonna come? Because he's he's opening for Stapleton two or three years in a row. He just did the Marin Morris slot. He's getting ready to hit the road with combs. He's doing this thing with Hayes. He did the thing with uh Kendall Marvel, which that guy's awesome. Yeah. Love yeah. Marvel's work. Um, in your opinion, I know your friends and your bias, mm. but does the world know who Brent Cobb is in the next three years?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think this, I think that world tour with Luke is going to be, is going to be paramount, you know? Um, and it's the same thing, you know? I mean, I, I think that, that there's a, there's, I think he understands that he can take his music To a mainstream environment and and it's good enough to where it'll stand up against the most commercial stuff and still be good but still have as you know we as as artists we always think that you're either creative or you're commercial you know what i mean and and we only think that because of the fact that the the industry draws a line between the two you know but art is subjective, and it's every listener's idea. You know, I mean, in as much as like, you know, I I hear people all the time say, "I don't listen to the radio." Well, if you don't listen, if nobody's listening to the radio, then how is radio still such a a a, a force to be reckoned with? You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, you know, and and so if I I think that Brent, if if anyone has. A, is as good of a shot as anybody to take, to be himself in front of a mass audience and it be accepted. I think Brent's, yeah, I think he's just as likely to do it.
0: Cause I know where he comes just from. Just as likely doesn't mean you're a betting man. If you had hmm. to bet on it, if you, if you had to take some of your fortune, the Adam hood fortune <laughs> and bet on against or for Brent Cobb that he is known. And I don't mean like he's on Spotify once in a while. I'm talking about yeah. a force to be reckoned with. Do you bet for him or against? For it? sure, I bet for him. Absolutely. Are you biased in this, or do you truly feel, with scientific data, that it's getting ready to happen for the man?
1: I have a bias now because of the fact that that I, but I mean, you know, I remember that I remember the first time we wrote. You know, I mean, I remember the first time we wrote, and I thought, man, this is different. You know, and I mean, it wasn't just because, well, hey, I'm from Ellaville, hey, I'm from Opalaka. It was like, man, this is interesting. Like.
0: What do you mean?
1: He's just like, you know, we wrote that song, Go Outside and Dance, which is, which is, I mean, it's the first song we ever wrote. And I mean, he hadn't even moved to, I was in my first year at Carnival. He hadn't even moved to Nashville yet. And so, I mean, he was still working at Walgreens. And so, you know, this was like, this Was
0: did you just tell the world Brent Cobb worked at Walmart? Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he better tell you that, too. In the photo department or the pharmacy, or I don't know. He that's a good, the pharmacy, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think so.
1: <laughs> I love yeah, it. but so I mean, and I remember just you know thinking, man, this is this is different. You know, I mean, th- th- this guy has a different outlook on things. M- you know, he had half the song written, it was really cool. He had a a plan for it he wanted it to sound a certain way and you know the guy just had vision and and i saw it and also you know i thought well crap and i still think this every time we write i, I you know he comes in and he's got the first verse written i go all right crap i gotta I, I gotta write to this and so i throw out my lines and and they seem to work you know i mean it may take one or two he may shoot down but like it's i can i I can compete, not compete, but I can get in there with him, and we get in there together, and we'll finish a song. So it, it's just it, it. I say all that to say, he challenges me, but he, I ex, I obviously accept the challenge too. You know what I mean? Like it it makes me a better writer, and we still get the song done. You know? Do
0: you from some of the things I've heard that he's intimidating, hard to get in the room with, but then intimidating once you're in there for sure. Mm-hmm. You're tight with him now, so yeah. it probably doesn't happen as much. Oh, I still get intimidated. Is it do you think he would say the same thing about you? I don't know. Good do you, question. Do you think if I asked him if you've made him better, would he say yes or no? I'd like to think he would. And you automatically say yes too, right? That he's made you better. For at sure. What you do? Yeah. Does he does he make you reach deeper or work harder to be, be the best songwriter you can for
1: sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: So when you look at the opportunities that he's getting and you had a publishing deal before him, you moved to Nashville before him, you were here, you know, you've been in line longer. Mm -hmm. Does, does it, is it easy to support somebody like Brent Cobb when you see, Oh, you're on the world tour and this is going to be paramount for you? And why, why is it easy?
1: There were decisions that, that, that I made in my life, that i chose the path that i chose you know i mean i you know there was a time when and i mean i will go ahead and be vulnerable about this there was a time when when i was getting ready to move here and 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 i i got custody of my daughter we didn't move you know and so you know I, i i've chosen my family uh in in a lot of situations you know and so and and i i i i'll i'll never be disappointed in those choices you know and so but those are and and granted you know not to say that that he hasn't i mean man that guy's as much of a family man as i am and it is never easy none of us you know you've got you've got children you know it's not hard it's not easy it's not easy to travel and when you have a child at home that misses you i mean there's no one that there's no one that that has an easy time with that even if you take them on the road
2: that's hell too yeah
1: (laughs) you know and so so it's it's never easy and and he makes those choices as well but but you know i there are just choices that i've made like that and and those are the the decisions that i made to do this as opposed to that and and you know i remember my mom telling me one time about my dad she said she said you know your dad had a chance to take a job he was a forester. He was in the timber industry. And so, you know, it's a it's a weird industry. And, and it, you know, he worked for smaller companies. She said he had an opportunity to, to be part of a pretty successful corporate company. And he didn't chose it because he wanted to be a dad. And there you go. And I found that out probably 15 years ago.
0: So at this point in your life right now, where you sit on this album release week and a month before your Opry debut, if this is the beginning of it now do you change your mind on those decisions you made with custody of your daughter back in the day are you a little bit more cemented and grounded now to where you can go live that life now
1: well the girls so my younger ones. so i mean ashlyn she'll be she's almost 24 you know i mean she's got she's and not to say i mean i talked to her today but at the same time you know like i don't have to you know there's not school but with the younger ones they're in a place to where like they they started this way. They understand that this is what I do,
0: and and my, I have Are I have my wife. No. Uh, would you change them to that if you got a big uh, world tour? No, I don't know. Get the Liberty program It would be really on. hard. <laughs> it's hard. It'd it's hard. hard. Yeah. So, could you make that decision if if Luke called you and said, "Hey, the second leg of this world tour, I need Adam Hood on it"?
1: That's a britney question. You got to ask a wife. <laughs> yeah. What
0: yeah. would Britney say? I don't know. <laughs> I'll ring her in
1: (laughs) I'd be curious to know What she (laughs) says.
0: I kind of have an idea Well it matters What mood we catch her in Yeah I'm not gonna ring Brittany in But (laughs) Do you Do you Do you feel that At this point in your career Right now You And this is kind of Another weird question too Is The acceptance Of success Mm -hmm. You and Brent Seem like two individuals That don't give a shit Now Mm. I'm not saying That you don't Yeah I'm just saying that You wear it in a different way Right of whether it's a compliment a lot of people use the the tactic or the talent i think i have this talent down to a t of deflection hmm. i don't like compliments coming my way it's a weird deal. it's not easy it's, yeah so you work hmm. your you work your ass off and you're told no your whole career yeah and that's hard to accept it is and then you get some success yeah. and that's hard to accept and you're like well what do i want you fight it in your mind internally all the time well i worked hard. Well, I'm a little upset because I'm getting some success and this guy's not or this girl isn't. So then you start to feel bad a little bit. Like, I'm not bringing my guys with me. I talked to Hardy about this, how him and Morgan and Ernest and all these guys came here and they started and now they're like elevated and their group is still, they have a hard time dealing with it a little bit. Hardy's talking on the podcast about that. I'm the same way of deflection. Like, okay, I have a hard time accepting a compliment Mm. or hearing people brag on what we do. Do you think being the age you are now and if success did come in a big way? I'm not saying you're not successful because I know that you are, yeah. but if it came in a major way right now, could you swallow it and accept it and enjoy the taste of it for a while after you know how what it took to get here? I think
1: that I, I think that I have some mental, emotional, spiritual tools that I didn't have. I think that that that, that at least I can I can absorb some of these things way better than I could when I was in my 20s, for sure, for sure. I don't know how I would take it. I don't, I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we're just kind of taking it as we go. But also, you know, this record has given me an opportunity to sort of, like, the way I look at it, like with this record, brent's invested in this record charlie's invested in this record ben's invested in this record like miranda's invested in this record warren haynes is invested in this record so i have people that are invested in in this specific record that sort of give me a little bit of wind in my sales to make me think well you know if it if if, if if they i mean you know charlie and them like blackberry smoke was my band you know what i'm saying like hmm. and and so this, and, and the funny, and I thought about this the other day, like, this wasn't like a collaborative side project. This is an Adam Hood record. Like, like these guys became not themselves in order to to support me. And that was, I mean, it's not the first time we met, but certainly the first time we ever wrote a song, you know, certainly the first time we ever sat in a studio together. And I mean, you know, not to say they didn't know me. I mean, we, we knew each other We were fairly well acquainted, but we didn't know each other. We weren't the friends that Brent and I were. And so, yeah, I mean, the fact that they took time to invest their time and talents into this record, yeah, take this thing as far as you can take it, Adam. I mean, and that's, and and Brittany understands that too. You know, she, we both realize that we have a, a, this is a special project. This is a special record. It's still an Adam hood record. And so, but because there are people that are invested in it and people have always been invested in it, but not like this, not like this. So with
0: all of that being said, and it doesn't go the way that you visualize or you want it to, Mm
1: -hmm. I don't have any expectations for it
0: my my
1: expectations are just are as is, is great as it can be you know what i mean like I, you know what i'm saying like i, I i'm all i'm already happy i mean the fact that it's that it's even you know that that americana has picked it up at all the fact that 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 outlaw country i mean this is by far the most they've played my stuff and it's great and that's great you know i mean but we, you're not
0: an outlaw I don't think so. You're you're a down hole, home wholesome father and yeah. family man. I, right. I'm not saying that the outlaws weren't. That was a joke, <laughs> but but it should be on the highway. Yeah, that's where it needs to be because that's what today's country music listener. thinks But is could you hear music. it
2: on the highway though? That's
0: the thing. It's, but, it's but too richy that's of a that's record what you're on with the highway.
1: Mm, that's yeah.
0: The highway is what I'm on when I'm listening to music, and right. it needs to be you and Hayes and Brant and whiskey. And good point that should be the that's highway that's a good point the highway isn't sounding what it should be that's the good point it's too poppy I don't care what people say country music's poppy as shit today it there is there ain't no steel guitar in 99% of the records you on go. the radio that's not country but who's Chad Belding to say what country as well well oh, I'm a listener all I'm saying is that Waylon James will roll over in his grave. And there you go. If he's listening you to you. You
1: ain't me. the only person that said that. I mean, how many times you see a meme on on, on your social media that says that? That's, that says, you know, something to that effect exactly uh, it's spot too, on. It's too poppy. There you go.
0: I'm not I'm not saying that you don't have talent. I'm not saying that you don't deserve to have a revenue base and to create a livelihood to, mm-hmm. to provide for your family. But if you're not country... Don't confuse me and put it on country yeah. radio. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Right, go put on pop. There you go. If you sound like Beyonce, go up against Beyonce.
1: One hundred percent. Quit
0: trying to make it sound like oh I'm cut. Co- no, you're not country. Well, I'm from Kentucky, but you're not singing country music, and you're definitely not singing some Ricky Skaggs bluegrass shit. You're not. You're pop. There's a lot of pop on the radio. So when you hear an album like this one right here that we're talking about good days better and you hear a song like i'm getting ready to get in live mm. and don't give a damn mm. i do want you to sing that one today okay if you will. yeah um in a minute i got some folks coming in here to make sure that it goes down right i want to just make sure my audio levels are good uh-huh. but that is the music that i want to listen to that's yeah. not being i'm not trying to sound like a know-it-all or selfish but i feel like when i was being raised into the country music genre of what was country back then? I think country got really big because of disco and pop. People didn't want to hear that bullshit. They didn't want to hear that shit. Yeah, totally. So the outlaws took off. And then all of a sudden the 80s come and it just continues to stabilize and get big with TG and freaking Mickey and the Urban Cowboy and Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone in that, in that movie. And then Charlie Daniels was in Urban Cowboy, I believe, too. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden the end of the 80s come. And I don't know if there's been a more, a big more, monu- a bigger monumental time in country music history. Oh when, yeah. Eighty nine to ninety
1: one. When it went, when it went yeah. from
0: when it went from uh, Hank or or Merle singing to thirty five hundred people to Garth selling out seventeen thousand seat basketball arenas. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, we start to get into the bro and the, the bro country comes, and now we're like elevated past the bro country to where now it's almost pop country. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, what is wrong with just country? Why can't we see a steel, a, a pedal steel anymore? That's There's some point. bands that have them in them, the, the, the ones that do it right, in my opinion. And I'm not saying that if you don't have a pedal steel, you're not country. I'm just simply saying that there is a difference between good traditional country music and what's being played on pop country today. It should right. be called pop country. It's not country music.
1: Yeah. It, it. It could be its own sub genre, just the same way you know. And I know yeah. that
0: you're politically correct, Adam Hood, and you're going to say, "Hey, <laughs> those are my friends," and I might write a song that one of them might pick up. I get that. Yeah, but they're not simply, necessarily. They're I mean, yes, but
1: yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree.
2: <laughs> and I mean, I, I,
1: I'm with you. I, I think you know. I, I think if 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 pop music is what you're shooting for, it'd be pop music. You know, be I mean, pop music. and it, and and my, my attitude towards it, and the you know, and in as much as you're you're right, I am you know. It, I, I am a little PC about it, but I also the 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 problem that I do have with it is the fact that I feel like that that it's kind of. It, it, it's it's kind of treating country listeners like they're dumb dumb you know what i mean it's like well you know i you know i can't i can't go up against beyonce but these hicks will listen to it you know what i mean i hate that and i i don't think that's fair I, right. I think country music fans are are just as intelligent as anybody else is well i'm you know? intelligent
0: enough to know that it's not country that's right
1: exactly <laughs> exactly i mean
0: Have i never heard know, song about where Don Williams mixes country music with Hollywood. About if you see old Bert <laughs> shake his hand for me. Tell old Bert I've yeah. seen all his movies. Yeah, that's country music. Yeah, it is. That makes me want to go watch Smokey and the Bandit. I know. And then go listen to Don Williams' greatest hits and sip a highball, okay, because I can, <laughs> on my back porch. Yeah, and get lost in it. Okay, that's a great place to be. Movies don't even make me get lost anymore. Yeah. The way we do shit now, and the way that we're. I can go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to. But when I hear that record and a lot of Don Williams songs of, you know, Wolfman Jack and sitting in his bed and listening to that transistor radio. Right. And and listening to the wind blow outside and know what the radio and what the DJ meant to him. And we don't do that anymore. There yeah. ain't a there ain't a person that's under twenty five that can name a DJ.
1: Right. That's true. I knew all the names of like. my
0: childhood DJs. Right. All yeah. of them. <laughs> so we've lost touch. We've lost the intimacy with music to the point to where we don't even need to be country to be on country. That's not intimate. That's yeah. not getting down on somebody's level and being like, oh man, this is truly a great listen. This is truly a great country album. There's it's few and far between to find a great country album today. When there were so many of them back in the seventies, eighties, and the early nineties, you can't pick up a Tracy Lawrence record and go that ain't country. That's That's very true. That's country. Song to song to song to song. It's very hard to find a country album today. And the biggest star in the country music space for the last five years, Chris Stapleton, probably after he was on stage with Timberlake. Yeah. I don't even know if Chris would be considered country in a lot of aspects, but he damn sure doesn't get the support that a lot of these other people that are nowhere near country get on the radio or um he's got a great following in his fan base and his and his, his tour he does sell a lot of tickets yeah because he's talented as
1: shit, right because people love to hear him sing
0: because he's great and he's he is country to me but i'm saying like i don't know if he gets the support of the country folks of the, the country music industry like i've heard like that song in nashville tennessee that he wrote and put out is like his true feelings like right like he's he's ashamed of what the city's turned into mm,
1: almost. that's interesting wow and, and now
0: he's moving out of them. Frickin' he's out of here <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: i used it's to a i weird used to be time, in love man. with you i used to have an. i used to be in love with you and we used to be so intimate and you've changed so much i'm glad he's comparing her to his girlfriend
1: <laughs> yeah that he broke up with and he's gone <laughs> yeah
0: right. he the currace. stapleton
1: yeah that's pretty stapleton strong. anyway yeah.
0: i'm kind of on a soapbox but man it's like if people would just go wait a minute There's, Mm. there's, there's some different shit out there to listen to. Let's do it. I just don't see why your statement about outlaws playing my stuff more than ever. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Mm.
0: But that ain't good enough for me. Right. It isn't. Yeah. That's a box they're putting you in of saying, Hey, he's getting some support, but he's not getting the support. Yeah. And the support is better, in my opinion, because that's what's going to move the needle in my in, in the in the merch sales and in the ticket sales and in the way that you get exposed. That's I, I, maybe that sounds far fetched to you, but I truly feel like that is the music that country music should be being built on. Now.
1: I mean, I love it. I think I mean, everything you're saying is great. And, and you're right, man. You know, at the end of the day, like, you know, what does what does keep someone like me down? That keeps other people elevated.
0: What is it? I don't know. Well, that needs to be a college freaking uh, a whole semester. I'd be curious spent on to that know. Subject. That's right. Yeah. Instead of teaching us about the business of country music, teach us what country music is. Totally. So we can I don't at least have, an have a answer. fair start.
1: Right. That. That's right. Yeah. And maybe
0: you don't even want to be country, but Americana and down to earth, down home music, is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And when I hear a lot of these songs, like this one that I would like you to play, we're going to go out with two songs. Okay. This is the great Adam Hood. Y'all pay attention to this. This is going, let me just go back to this. I wanna make sure that I get it right. Bad Days Better releases the day after tomorrow, which is Friday, September 16th, 2022. (laughs) You're playing tonight at 3rd and Lindsay at the Americana Fest. You're playing tomorrow night at the Americana Fest where?
1: I'm playing, okay, so tonight is 3rd and Lindsay. Friday night, I'm at Bob. Um, I'm at Bobby's Idle Hour Friday and Saturday. Friday
0: and Saturday for yeah. the record release party. Uh huh. Brent Cobb is playing at Bobby's Idle Hour tonight. Tonight, correct? Yeah. So. You know what time his set
1: is? I think he's like. I think that thing is at seven to ten. And 4 so four to seven. Oh, is that right? I was wrong.
0: <laughs> I think it's. I think it's over. Before no, you you're right. Won. It's four to seven. Brent told me he's coming to your set. Okay, correct. Yeah. And are you so gonna call him up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you are. Of course, I got my last two songs planned out for him. Yeah. He wait, better wait, be say there. that
0: again? You're playing your, your I got last my, two songs or what?
1: I think my last two songs are Flesh and Blood and She Don't Love Me No More. Oh. They'll be Brent Cobbs. Will he come up?
0: <laughs> he damn sure better. Do you think that he'll have a, a whiskey in him?
1: <laughs> I don't know,
0: baby. <laughs> so, Bad Day's Better. Yeah. The cover picture of you is awesome. Thank you. Um, is hmm. this your best body of work in your opinion today? And I know that you're that you love them all, and I do too. But is this Adam Hood finding himself in a different way, different than ever?
1: I think this is definitely the start of a new chapter. New yeah, chapter, totally. Adam Hood,
0: Bad Days Better, Friday, September 16th, on vinyl. When will the vinyls be printed? I
1: hope, I hope we'll have them before Christmas.
0: Before Christmas. Get vinyl's you, been interesting. Get you a pre-ordered vinyl right now and have Adam sign it. I have three or four signed Adam Hood vinyls. Yes, they're coming. In boxes on my wall. I love when Adam says, you know, because he takes his time. You know how authentic it is when somebody doesn't just say, Chad, God bless. And then they write their name. This guy writes a paragraph of how he feels about the because friendship. Because I love you. That's because an ama- I love But that's you. an amazing quality to have. Yeah. That's awesome to have Thank that. You. I saw a guitar at a duck camp we just left Texas. And a guy walks me into his room. He's got an acoustic guitar with the entire song of Keeper of the Stars that Tracy Bird <laughs> took the time to write the entire, wow. not just the hook. The whole song and then wow. sign it, God bless you, Steve and Dina, Tracy Bird, Keeper of the Stars, ACM song of the year, 1997 wow. whatever.
1: Now it that's takes up cool. The whole, it takes up the whole box. Wow. wow.
0: It was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I want cool. that from Adam Hood. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. I love it. All right. So let's go out with two songs. We're going to go down with li- Living Don't Give a Damn. And then I, we, I have to hear Harder Stuff to end it. Okay. And I could even do Miranda's part if you want me to. Oh. I'm just kidding, Miranda. <laughs> I can't sing like you, Miranda. I love Miranda Lambert, by the way. Yeah. Her new song, Acting Up. That whole album, Palomino. It's good. It's, strong. it's a great record. Acting yeah. Up, though. Anna V., my girlfriend, will put that on and I'll just be freaking giant. Gy- that whole album.
1: Yeah she's just got it same thing i I feel the same way you do i I think it's i think she's this is a new chapter for her too i think she's finally getting able to get rootsy and groovy and do the things she wants to do she's strong yeah she's always has always she's
0: strong yeah strong strong like she's my favorite like i love dolly i think terry clark is amazing i think Mm -hmm. ashley mcbride's amazing but for my alt, and i love i love freaking mark uh i love um frank's wife I leanne, leanne yeah. yeah i was listening what to, a voice man i was listening to that song the other day of uh um uh gosh dang it the one about the one about hating her she doesn't know why she hates the girl oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, my I mind's think of, a yeah, I think yeah. of a reason later yeah think of a reason later
2: that's great that's a good song yeah, that's great yeah. yeah
0: i really hate her and i'll think of a reason <laughs> later all right adam hood live and don't give a damn we're going to go out with two songs we'll talk a little bit in between the last one but this is live and don't give a damn which is track number 10 off the brand new album remember you can pre-order it right now it'll be ready by christmas 2022 it's called bad days better by the one and only the great adam hood this is live and don't give a damn
2: I was trying to look busy, loading guitars in a truck When a fella from the city started sizing me up It was a long interrogation with a lot of bad advice And I finally got a word in, He could see it in my eyes I can waste my time on a five-year plan Build myself a house on desert sand I'd rather put the day in the good Lord's hands Cause this living don't give a damn I quit saving all my prayer, but days down on my luck Funny thing about when it's raining Everybody's looking up but me, I'm looking forward, so I won't ever drown. And I'm thankful just to be here on this side of the ground. I can waste my time on a five year plan, build myself a house on desert sand. I'd rather put the day in the good Lord's hands, cause, where well, the living don't give a damn. all different types of people, only two kinds of regret. And either way you make them, that ain't easy to forget. So missy, you, you go your way, well and I'll go mine. And there ain't no right or wrong way, when you're doing what you like. Cause I can waste my time on a five year plan, build myself a house on desert sand. I'd rather put the day in the good lord's hands cause Where the living don't give a damn
0: When it's raining, everybody's looking up. But right before that, you said... I was lying about praying. You're gonna save your praying for uh, days, down on, days my luck. down on my luck. Because when it's raining, everybody's looking up. I'm gonna look forward so I don't drown. Is this another word to play on that we only pray when our skies are gray?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Yeah. You see, I mean that. Yeah,
0: yeah. But instead of you looking up and knowing that you've been saying your prayers, you're looking forward because you don't want to take that water in your face and drown to death.
1: I'm just praying. I'm praying the whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Time. Yeah, exactly. Because
0: yeah. we always seem to lean on the Lord above when we think we need him, like when the plane's about to take off. And at the same time, though, I kind of always need him.
1: You know what I always. mean? Like, you know, there's, I mean, it, in, there's, there's good times, but even in good times, I, I still, there's, there's something right around the corner.
0: <laughs> <I frickin' laughs> hey, love you know. it. This life ain't for everybody brought to you again by the one and only the Tennessee sour mash whiskey, the iconic Jack Daniels, Lynchburg, Tennessee, Always enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. Lynchburg, Tennessee, every single drop of Jack Daniels is made there. Does wow. that blow your mind? You know, when you it talk about does. beers, they got mean, beers. Yeah. got breweries all over the world. Yeah. they knock knocked out beer in California for a brand. They got one in St. Louis. They got one over here. That's fine. Every drop sold in 170 countries. Is made right down the road here in Lynchburg, yeah, Tennessee.
1: It is pretty impressive.
0: We're coming at you live from Barrett Hobbs, the Nashville Palace, John C. Hobbs and the Hobbs family. They roll out the red carpet. Adams played in here. I've seen John Party in here. I've seen Hardy in here. I've seen Daryl Worley in here. I've seen, uh, you name it, Lori Morgan in here. I've seen a lot of people grace the stage. Brent Cobb, Bobby Johnson. The historic Nashville Palace. Jerry Reed used to have his name on this place. Do some research in the history of Nashville and Music Valley, where we sit right now, bringing you the one and only, the great Adam Hood. Again, brought to you by the iconic Sour Mash Whiskey, Jack Daniels, the old number 7, the brand new Sour Mash, or Triple Mash, excuse me, I'm looking at right now. The Bonded, the Gentleman Jack, the Single Barrel, the Sinatra, the Gold, the flavors like the Tennessee Apple, Tennessee Honey, and the Tennessee Fire. Check them out. They support our culture and for sure they support country music. They're right down the street from Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Thank you, Jack Daniels. The reason I talk about Jack Daniels right there is that, hey, whether you partake or not, enjoy responsibly, everything in moderation. This song, The Harder Stuff, is a play on words about the spirits like Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels advises that we stay responsible, never overdo it. But we're going to leave everybody today with one of the most touching songs that I've heard. This is, all, this is like Kenny Chesney, The Good Stuff, when he walks into the bartender and says, I'll take a glass of that milk. When you're thinking he's going to go <laughs> yeah. in there, he wants to go in there and get high and get hammered on some whiskey. And then all of a sudden he finds out what the good stuff really is. The Harder Stuff talks about, this is as hard as you can get at 100 proof. I know that there's more, trust me. I know that Coy Hill Jack Daniels is 140. Almost one fitty. I think they say 50 now in the urban dictionary. <laughs> but this is an amazing mindset that even though you quit the hard stuff, the other shit's harder. Yeah, it's harder. It's harder. Yeah. This is the great Adam Hood off of his album releasing this Friday, September 16th, 2022. Pre-order your vinyl right now. My man, Adam, put a little note in there. Are you on Cameo yet? I was. Adam was. I think I'm still on Cameo. He's on Cameo. Yeah. He's going to sign it for you if you want him to. I think he will. Yeah, of course I will. He might sign it Just for Just ask it. me. Just ask him. Put a little note in there. We're going out with the harder stuff that you can find on Bad Days Better. And one of the greatest female voices in all of country music history, the great, straight out of Texas. Is she from Texas or Oklahoma? Yes,
1: Lindale. Lindale, Lindale Texas.
0: Texas. You're good friends with the one and only Miranda Lambert. She yeah. sings harmonies on this. Mm-hmm. This is as pretty as it gets. The hardest stuff. Thank you, Adam, for being here. Thanks, buddy. Did you enjoy it?
1: I, 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 as always. I
0: cannot wait to as watch always. your set at 3rd and Lindsay tonight. I'm glad you're coming. And Brent Cobb is going to jump up he and do two He said was. With you. If he don't, I'm to be pissed. I'll push him up there. It okay. don't take much to get him up on stage. No. <laughs> this is Adam Hood. <laughs> Harder stuff. The album cut features Miranda Lambert off of Bad Days Better. Get your copy reserved today. Thank you for listening to This Life Ain't For Everybody. Brought to you live from the Nashville Palace, Music Valley, Tennessee. Thank you, Jack Daniels. Take it away, Adam.
2: A year's worth of liquor. In two months' time, it's hard on a man my age. I couldn't see straight to the left or the right, and decided to change my ways. And so, if I walk off stage and say goodbye without hanging around, drinking, and telling lies there ain't nothing wrong it ain't nobody's fault i just finally realized lately i just been hanging on i love people but i ain't that strong i have my reasons for moving on but these days a the liquor don't ride in my songs. Cause it ain't right for a family man To build a house on shift and sand. But don't think that I've given up. I'm just taking on the hardest stuff. There ain't no telling what the neighbors think, but that's never stopped me before. If I pour it all down, the kitchen sink, or spill it all over the floor, so it's so long today's gone behind closed eyes And hello to no other harp in mine There ain't nothing wrong, it ain't nobody's fault I just finally realized lately I just been a hanging on i love people but i ain't that strong i have my reasons for moving on but these days liquor don't write my song cause it ain't right for a family man to build a house on shift and sand But don't think that I've given up, I'm just taking on the hardest stuff. Don't think that I've given up, I'm taking on the hardest stuff.
0: perfect was that
1: good
2: that was great
0: that was was a good one that was great god i love those songs
2: thanks man